Section 10 of More English Fairy Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lydia. More English Fairy Tales by Joseph Jacobs. The Headley Cow. There was once an old woman who earned a poor living by going errands and such like for the farmer's wives round about the village where she lived. It wasn't much she earned by it, but with a plate of meat at one house and a cup of tea at another, she made shift to get on somehow, and always looked as cheerful as if she hadn't a want in the world. Well, one summer evening, as she was trotting away homewards, she came upon a big black pot lying at the side of the road. Now that, said she, stopping to look at it, would be just the very thing for me if I had anything to put into it. But who can have left it here? And she looked round about, as if the person it belonged to must not be far off. But she could see no one. Maybe it'll have a hole in it, she said thoughtfully. Ay, that'll be how they've left it lying, Hinny. But then it'd do fine to put a flower in it for the window. I think I'll just take it home anyways. And she bent her stiff old back and lifted the lid to look inside. Mercy me, she cried, and jumped back to the other side of the road. If it is fit brim full of gold pieces. For a while she could do nothing but walk round and round her treasure, admiring the yellow gold and wondering at her good luck and saying to herself about every two minutes well i do be feeling rich and grand but presently she began to think how she could best take it home with her and she couldn't see any other way than by fastening one end of her shawl to it and so dragging it after her along the road it'll certainly soon be dark she said to herself and folk'll not see what i'm bringing home with me and so i'll have all the night to myself to think what i'll do with it I could buy a grand house and all and live like the queen herself and not do a stroke of work all day but just sit by the fire with a cup of tea or maybe i'll give it to the priest to keep for me and get a piece as i'm wanting or maybe i'll just bury it in a hole at the garden foot and put it on a bit of chimney between the chiny teapot and the spoons for ornament like ah oh, i feel so grand i don't know myself rightly and by this time being already rather tired with dragging such a heavy weight after her she stopped to rest for a minute turning to make sure that her treasure was safe but when she looked at it it wasn't a pot of gold at all but a great lump of shining silver she stared at it and rubbed her eyes and stared at it again but she couldn't make it look like anything but a great lump of silver i'd have sworn it was a pot of gold she said at last but i reckon i must have been dreaming why now that's a change for the better it'll be far less trouble to look after and none so easy stolen yon gold pieces would have been a sight of bother to keep em safe i am well quit of em and with my bonny lump i'm as rich as rich and she set off homewards again cheerfully planning all the grand things she was going to do with her money it wasn't very long however before she got tired again and stopped once more to rest for a minute or two again she turned to look at her treasure and as soon as she set eyes on it she cried out in astonishment oh my said she now it's a lump o iron well that beats all and it's just real convenient i can sell it easy as easy and get a lot o penny pieces for it ay hinny and it's much handier than a lot o your gold and silver as it have kept me from sleeping a nights thinking the neighbours were robbing me and it's a real good thing to have by you in the house ye never can tell what you might use it for and it'll sell i for a real lot rich i'll just be rolling and on she trotted again chuckling to herself on her good luck till presently she glanced over her shoulder just to make sure it was still there as she said to herself eh my she cried as soon as she saw it if it hasn't gone and turned itself into a great stone this time 
Now how could it have known that I was just terrible wanting something to hold my door open with? Aye, if that isn't a good change. Haney, it's a fine thing to have such good luck. And all in a hurry to see how the stone would look in its corner by her door, she trotted off down the hill and stopped at the foot beside her own little gate. When she had unlatched it, she turned to unfasten her shawl from the stone, which at this time seemed to un lie unchanged and peaceably on the path beside her. There was still plenty of light, and she could see the stone quite plainly as she bent her stiff back over it to untie the shawl end, when, all of a sudden, it seemed to give a jump and a squeal, and grew in a moment as big as a great horse. Then it threw down four lanky legs, and shook out two long ears, flourished a tail, and went off kicking its feet into the night, and laughing like a naughty mocking boy. The old woman stared after it till it was fairly out of sight. "'Well,' she said at last, "'I do be the luckiest body hereabouts. Fancy me seeing the headly cow all to myself, and making so free with it, too. I can tell you I do feel that grand!' And she went into her cottage, and sat down by the fire to think over her good luck. End of the Headley Cow Recording by Lydia